From the Las Vegas Strip, this is the Sports Betting Preview Show, Special Edition Super Bowl Props. This is your host, the godfather Marco D'Angelo, here in-house with Matty O'Shea, as I like to refer to him as Matty O'Props. In this Super Bowl edition, we're going to talk about props, and prop betting has become very popular, but it really originated with the Super Bowl. And Vegas, as they always do, would look for as much action on a game as they could because the more money that's bet on a game and more bets that are wagered, that increases the house odds with the VIG and, of course, losing bets. So when the Super Bowl game, there's only one game that you can bet on, side, total, and such, they started introducing props, and they became very popular. And now you can actually bet props on just about any game in the NFL and other sporting events. And Matty O'Shea's made quite a name for himself on betting props. And I'm going to introduce Matty now. And Matty, uh, tell our audience what got you involved in props. And I got to say, when I first came to Vegas um, and started working with pregame, you were doing props on a daily basis on the forums. And you've built up quite a reputation with your prop betting. Yeah, I've been doing really good. I actually made a name for myself mostly in the NBA playoffs. The regular season's a totally different animal. You don't know who's playing, who's not, who's going to play hard during the regular season. But to me, um, especially that's why I love the NFL and the and the playoffs, building up to the Super Bowl especially, is just because what I like what I said on the on my blog yesterday. What I wrote was basically that uh, you know the, the best players always step up in the biggest games, and that is especially true in the NFL and the NBA. I I thought that was uh, the way to go. You just kind of ride the guys who you think are the best, very best players. You know, bet them to have a great performance and uh, kind of go from there. But it's interesting, you you know, when you were talking about the Super Bowl, and I think you know a lot of people know that the Super Bowl props became very popular uh, when my my team, the Chicago Bears. Uh, beat up on the New England Patriots in Super Bowl XX, uh, especially because of uh, William Refrigerator Perry and uh, people betting whether or not he was actually going to score a touchdown. He actually almost tried to throw for a touchdown in that game as well. Um, and and uh, my favorite player of all time, Walter Payton, got shut out in that game. And uh, that was the only sour taste in my mouth uh, you know, about that game. And uh, I, I don't know if you would have bet Walter Payton to score a touchdown. That would have been a pretty sure bet. But, uh, you know, it didn't turn out that way, obviously. But, you know, there's so many things to bet on. Uh, you know, I was at the Las Vegas Hilton on Saturday. They've got like a 20-page book of props that you can take a look at, you know, crossing different sports. You know, they've, they've got everything tied into like what a, what a guy is going to do against a college basketball player playing on Sunday or an NBA player. Even hockey, they've tied into Super Bowl props. So that, that kind of just shows you everything that they've got to offer. Yeah, the prop betting, the first time that um, I really got introduced to prop betting was the first time I came, you know, to Vegas for a Super Bowl because most um, local books don't have props. Uh, if they did, they have just one or two big props. And when I came to Vegas for Super Bowl party and, you know, went into the uh, casino and saw all the props, I actually lost that Super Bowl bet, but I made money that day with all of the props that I, I bet along the side. And one of the things about props, and I don't know how you attack them, Maddie, but um, a sharp handicapper, if you analyze the game correctly and your handicapping is dead on, you have a feel of what's going to happen. If it's going to be a passing game, a running game, 
um, defensive game. And if you isolate certain players in head-to-head matchups or what they're going to do as far as personal statistics, you know, so many pass completions, um, interceptions, and so forth, there are some very good situations. And um, tell you a quick story about Matty O'Shea. Um, it was last uh, NBA playoff season, and um, I had my NBA playoff game of the year and uh, went out uh, to enjoy the ball game as we normally do. And we went to this one bar to watch the game. And in the first quarter, we had, you know, I had my playoff game of the year on the Lakers, and it was the biggest lead an NBA team ever had at the end of the first quarter. In the NBA Finals, right? In the NBA yeah. Finals. Uh, you know, we're high-fiving, you know, this game, you know, we're counting the money already. Uh, we decided to leave that particular bar because, um, for whatever reason, they didn't have a kitchen there. And anybody that knows me knows that I can't watch a game and uh, not have some wings and such. So we moved down the street to another bar, and uh, we started watching the game. And Maddie is getting all excited. Is you know a guy from Boston nails a three pointer. I, I don't even remember who it was that he had at the time but Maddie's getting all excited and I'm, I said yo whoa <laughs> slow down there Maddie I says we got I got the Lakers as my game of the year and he's going well I got this guy on a prop and I got that guy on a prop and you know it, it, by halftime when the lead started shrinking I was going to set a prop whether or not Maddie O'Shea was going to survive watching the rest of that game with <laughs> me but uh, you did make out uh, very well in that game with your props as you've done your whole career here at pregame and I do understand that uh, you've got uh, a prop package up, and you want to tell our listeners about it? Yeah, um, actually, I, I just wanted to kind of uh, back up your point that you made because I think the most important thing with betting props is just that you might have a big bet on the game, your best bet, as I do on the Super Bowl. What you want to do with the props is, is you know, best-case scenario, win everything. But if you do lose your big bet – you want to be able to still turn a profit on the game, make the game enjoyable. You might there might be a bad beat associated with the game, a late touchdown where you know you might have called ninety percent of the game right, and you might end up cashing like five props or something like that that you know you had a good feel for, and you just lose your big bet. But everything else you can make up for it, and that's kind of how I attack um, betting props in general. Is just I always look to try to get value. There's a lot of the um, a lot of props out there that are you know like like I said. Uh, on my blog, you know, the player to score the first touchdown is probably the biggest sucker bet out there. But and I might be the biggest sucker betting it. But you know, that's one of those that it's it's very exciting. It makes the, the exciting uh, part of the game. My wife actually uh, had Devin Hester to score the first touchdown a couple of years ago in the Super Bowl at thirty-five to one. And uh, you know, even though the rest of the game was pretty somber after that, uh, you know, we were we were about our whole house was shaken just from you know the opening kickoff when he returned it for a touchdown. So those are the things you kind of look for. Um, I wanted to give away like my my top uh, player to score the first touchdown in the Super Bowl um, free here. Uh, I've got a bunch of other props available, uh, up to a hundred dollars worth basically that I put up uh, with my best bet at pregame pros. And um, you might want to shop around for this one because I've seen the, the lines all over the place. And that's on uh, Pittsburgh wide receiver Nate Washington to score the first touchdown. Um, I actually got him at uh, 20 to 1 down at the Fremont uh, Casino downtown Vegas. But, um, you know, you, you can get him at 12 to 1 at Bodog. I know that. Um, and that's actually one play I gave away in my package. And my reasoning for this is, is pretty simple. And that has to do with kind of researching the postseason trends. I know that he hasn't had like a huge postseason, but I think especially with Heinz Ward's injury, 
Um, I, I really think Heinz Ward's going to be a decoy in the Super Bowl. He's not going to be at full strength. Uh, sprained knee is pretty serious injury, and you know to try to come back from that and be effective in two weeks. I mean, the guy's a warrior. He was Super Bowl MVP of uh, Super Bowl XL a few years ago, but I just think a guy like uh, Nate Washington, another guy to look at might be a, a Lima Swede, uh, guys who definitely have potential to make a big play. Um, everyone's going to think San Antonio Holmes you know, might be the obvious uh, answer, but you know, I think they're going to be keying on him, and uh, I think a guy like Nate Washington with a lot of value there um, is, is definitely worth looking at. You, and like I said, you want to shop around on these. Pregameaction.com is a good place to start to shop around for uh, different sports books. Make sure you get the best line because there's nothing worse than, than going out there having a prop cash and realize you could have made another 50, 60, 70 bucks on something just from getting a better line. You know, to look at your selection there and, you know, in the play, you know, taking the value there makes a lot of sense because if Heinz Ward, and I'll have obviously more information on Heinz Ward as the week progresses from uh, my contacts in Pittsburgh, but if he's not able to go at 100%, you're absolutely correct. San Antonio Holmes is going to get you know, all of the attention from the defense. And, you know, that's where you look for the other player to step up. And Mike Tomlin so far has shown that he's willing to gamble and, and make a, a big play early because a lot of times you make that first strike early when the defense isn't, you know, expecting and especially the Steelers, you know, their MO has been, you know, with the running game, the power running game. Uh, you come out and make a quick strike early. It sets the tone for the rest of the game. And, um, Especially in this game, too, I think uh, you know a lot of people feel that if the Cardinals are to get up ahead early, it's going to be a tough game for the Steelers. So I, I think if you know the Steelers can kind of get a big strike, you know whether it's Washington or uh, or Swede, maybe I know that guy is, doesn't have the greatest hands. He's very oh. frustrating to watch. But you know the thing is, is that I'm really looking at that third receiver making a really big play. I mean, you can go back to Super Bowl twenty. Uh, Going back to the Bears, the player to score the first touchdown on that game was Matt Suey, who very few people probably remember, but he, he was Walter Payton's blocker, and uh, I just remember him uh, running up the middle about 11 yards to score the first touchdown. I was shocked. I was waiting for uh, for sweetness to get the ball maybe a little closer, but just busted through that line and surprised the Patriots. And you just you just never know with some of the first touchdowns. If you look at the history of Super Bowls, it, it tends to be kind of an unlikely guy that might score the first one because you know, like like you said, if they key on a Holmes or try to take Ward out of the game, you know, it, it, I'd look for that 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 third option. Possibly. Well, you know, again, as I said, the props are a situation that if you are a good handicapper and you, you break down a game and think of things that's going to happen, um, what you just said about that Chicago Bear game, think about it for a second, especially since the Super Bowl has the week off in between. The coaches have two weeks to break down films. They know every tendency of their opponent. You know, they broke everything down. So the coaches are going to bring them something different in that first quarter that they haven't seen because you want that element of surprise. And that's why so many times you do get a player that you would not expect to, you know, score that first touchdown. And that's why, you know, the first player score with the props. And generally, you're going to get some long odds on, you know, some of these secondary guys because everybody's going to be looking at, you know, the Willie Parkers or the um, Heinz Wards and the Larry Fitzgeralds, you know, those guys are going to, Right, know, absolutely. Like, like, I wrote on my blog on Sunday is that Larry Fitzgerald is going to be the most popular guy by far to score the first touchdown. Um, I actually have the Hilton 
and I wrote about this, was that uh, they had th- uh, three or four different options on him. They had, you know, whether he'd score two or more touchdowns, and that was over three to one odds. They had uh, whether he would score a touchdown, that was about even money. But then uh, you look at uh, what I bet, ended up betting, you know, which I gave up free on the, on uh, pregame forums, was that uh, I bet him to score a touchdown in the first half at two to one odds. And mm-hmm. I thought that was a good median. You know, you didn't have to worry about the pressure of getting the opening kickoff. Because to me, that's the hardest thing. It's a flip of a coin who's going to get the ball first, who's going to have that first great opportunity to score a touchdown. Um, and that's why, you know, besides that play, a lot of props that I like to bet are whether a guy will even score a touchdown. You got yes or no. And then also what you can look around for is the player to score the first touchdown for the team. Because that, to me, again, you take out the element of who's going to get the, the kickoff return and all that kind of thing, the first good chance to score. And uh, actually my biggest like uh, profit that I made on a prop um, was a few years ago when the Eagles played the Patriots in the Super Bowl, and I, I happened to go to Bodog real early when they released their lines, and uh, they had put L.J. Smith in a field with all the other tight ends for the Eagles at like 20 to 1. It was a big mistake on their part, and like I said, I jumped on it right away, and that was a player to score the first touchdown for the Eagles. I put uh, 25 bucks on that, won 500 bucks. The the field bet actually ended up closing, I think, at like two to one or something like wow. that. They realized that they made a mistake, but again, you know, a lot of the, with a lot of these sports books, these online books, that's why you want to shop around is to kind of if you could find a mistake like that. I don't think they'll ever make a field bet mistake like that again by lumping a player, you know, because I knew going back to Donovan McNabb's days at Syracuse that he loved looking for his tight ends like near the goal line. And that was just one of those things. I remember I was watching uh, the game with my buddy Brad at uh, at the Orleans, and uh, I just went crazy when they scored the first touchdown. I knocked his beer over, and uh, people were like, you know, going crazy, like, what, you know, the game's not over. It's yeah. the first touchdown of the game, and and it was actually just for the Eagles. So I was just like, you know, I was going crazy. I knew I already had five hundred dollars in my pocket. I didn't re- really have to worry about the rest of the game because I knew I was already up money. So those are the kind of things I think, you know, you really look for. And, uh, again, you got to shop around, do your research, and then and don't go too crazy with uh, betting, like, the players score the first touchdown. Bet, don't bet, like, 20 guys. You know, what I try to do is, you know, take a couple good shots, like long shots, like uh, Nate Washington, and then just bet whether you think a guy is going to score a touchdown because those are just, like, straight money line bets. If you can get, like, plus money on something like that happening – make the Super Bowl a lot of fun to watch. And for our listeners that, you know, aren't in Las Vegas and can go to the casinos that have all these props, if your local store doesn't have them, the best way to bet props um, is to search out online um, all the different, you know, online uh, sports books. And you could check out all of the sports books. Uh, Go to pregame action and you can check out um, some recommended sports books. They're safe and secure. And a lot of them have a lot of good Super Bowl offers. And you know, that's why I would recommend looking at them right today. If you don't have a, a sports book, get signed up right away. It might take a couple days to get your account set up and get, get your bonuses and stuff like that. But today is the day to do it, I would say. You know, give yourself two or three days before the Super Bowl, before some of these lines might drop a little more. And like a lot of the sharps will end up hitting these props, you know. You know they've already taken advantage of some of them. But I think there's still a lot of value out there that can be had. 
And Maddie, your um, prop package, you're selling that individually. How much are you? Well, uh, the prop package is actually with my best bet in the Super Bowl, and that's $19 at pregame pros. That's, you know, it's kind of my differentiator on my package. I'm not going huge on my on my best bet. I'm not, it's not a triple dime game of the year or anything like that. Uh, but it's just a it's a solid bet and it actually correlates with one of my top props in the package. So you know, if if my best bet ends up hitting, I think I have a, a pretty good shot at hitting my big prop, and that can make a lot of people a lot of money this Super Bowl. That sounds good. And of course, um, I'll have my Super Bowl selection up. Um, I probably will have a few props up, but um, I'm not as big of a prop player as Maddie is. But you know, I'll be dissecting the game for sure. Obviously, my Pittsburgh Steelers are in the game, and. Um, that's one thing about me, um, you know, I've been dead on with the Pittsburgh teams this year. I actually don't think I've lost the game. In Unbeaten in 2009 in 2009, Pittsburgh games. Unbelievable. You know, and the thing of it is, is I'm not just a homer. I don't take my Pittsburgh no, teams you want to get it. You went with Louisville, I know, a week ago. Uh, we called the first loss of the Pitt Panthers this year, and uh, on Sunday we... Um, I had Pitt against uh, your West Syracuse team oh, yeah. earlier in the week, yep. and they pounded them. And, and West Virginia and we yesterday. And uh, what Pitt against West Virginia Sunday. yesterday. So, you know, I'll have my play up, um, you know, whether it's going to be the total or the game, um, in which side it's going to be. You guys will find that out later in the week. But I have been definitely in tune with the Pittsburgh teams, and uh, that's been uh, it's been a good run altogether. And, Maddie, you've been on quite a run with uh, your plays as well. Um, you had a nice week last week uh, on your selections. Yeah, college basketball really came uh, came up big for me, especially on the weekend. I ended up going, I think, four and one on the weekend in my uh, or four one five and one something like that. I I lost a tough play on South Florida on uh, Saturday that the team was pretty much covering the whole game except for the end. And that I, it's funny because my initial thought was Villanova, and then I was like, you know what, that just seems too easy. Mm-hmm. And then went the other way, and it ended up being my only loss in college hoops. NBA is a little another story. It's a little hard, hard sport. I'm going to have to try to do a little better job. But I got a, a big, uh, big East, big Monday play of the year tonight, Monday night, and uh, hopefully we'll catch that and uh, just keep on rolling. College basketball, I love it. Next to the NFL, it's my second favorite sport. So we just got to keep rolling and. Uh, a lot of guys are hot right now. I know Jeff Bond's also on a huge run, and uh, it's just great to see everybody you know, rolling at the same time leading up to the Super Bowl. Uh, it'll be an exciting week, uh, basketball all week, and then the big game on Sunday. Uh, I want to thank Matty for stopping by today to share his insights on the props. We'll have uh, several uh, podcasts up this week uh, with the Super Bowl. Uh, we'll have our big podcast where we break down uh, the Super Bowl this week, later in the week, so be sure to Check that out and follow all the action all week long at pregamepros.com. This has been your host, uh, the godfather, Marco D'Angelo, along with Matty O'Shea. Uh, Enjoy the Super Bowl, and thanks for joining us. Best of luck, guys.